You are listening to episode 294 on University of Adversity. Is we climb this first mountain, you know, especially as men, we're told, you know, what, what is success? What is masculinity? It's, you know, maybe having certain material things. Maybe it's having the woman. Maybe it's having this level of financial success. And that's kind of what we've been preached about growing up. So we, we chase these things. We climb this first mountain. You know, maybe we're making a few hundred K a year. Maybe we have the Tesla, the nice house, but we look around. It's like, fuck, man, you know, am I actually enjoying life? Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. Welcome back to the show. If you guys are brand new to University of Adversity, welcome. All your regular listeners, welcome back. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to this, whatever platform you're on, wherever you are in the world. It's always appreciated. And keep in the back of your mind, if you do get value from this, please leave us a review on Apple or whatever platform you're able to do so on. We're also available on YouTube, so if you want to check that out, watch this on YouTube, you can also. Today's guest, he's a power player. His name is Jeremy Abramson and I learned about this guy through a mastermind that I was doing with Kerry Jack also an incredible dude had him on the show and I connected with him and, and Jeremy and checked out his social media and it's just fire just amazing content he's also good uh, friends with um, another fellow guest and friend of mine Ben Azadi who is just killing it in the world on YouTube and on his podcast he's had a other, he's had another friend of mine Cynthia Thurlow so lots of connections, lots of great people. And his podcast is called Thrive University, which is a really dope podcast because he talks about a lot of different things, a lot of health, mindset, personal growth, a lot of the things that we discuss here at University of Adversity, but he's like, you know, he does it in such a great way, different, unique spin on things, which I love. And he does a solo episode Mondays and an interview on Fridays. And sometimes he has like part one, part two, part three, part four. It's really good. So it's an entertaining podcast. Go check it out. You'll learn a lot and make sure you follow him on social media. He's got a huge following on TikTok, Instagram. He's just killing it. So today's conversation, we talk about a few things, you know, believing in ourselves, the power of social media, using it in the right way. Ayahuasca talking about his experience and how it changed his life and many, many, many other things. This was a great conversation. It was jam-packed into an hour. We could have talked forever, but with respect for time, we just wanted to get as much in the short period of time as possible. But as you guys know, I just recorded my solo episode. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it about my ayahuasca journey. And we get into Jeremy's ayahuasca journey in 2018 and how it completely changed his life. So lots of lots of golden nuggets in this to take away. And yeah, if you guys get value from this, share this with somebody, share it with a friend, hit us up on DMs, let us know that you got impact. That is always the best feeling. I love seeing that this is this is touching your lives or that you're learning something. So enjoy the show. Jeremy Abramson coming right up. Jeremy, welcome to the show, brother. Happy 2021. How you doing, man? Lance, my guy, I'm doing well, bro. I'm really glad that uh, that we're making this happen. You know, I know, I know you are improvising there in Costa Rica, but um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to connect and collaborate and co-create some magic here in the new year. Dude, absolutely. And I almost feel like we need to do like a TikTok video right now. <laughs> Your TikTok videos are just incredible, man. <laughs> Hey, we'll, we'll definitely, definitely, yeah, we can definitely hit some TikToks, bro. You know, I'm all about that life. Your content is great, by the way. And anybody that uh, doesn't follow you yet, make sure you guys go check him out. He's got your Instagram. Your content is really thoughtful, entertaining. It's great. So, you know, when I started following you, I was like, this guy knows what's up and it's really inspiring. And it kind of gets into like where I want to start, you know, with what's going on in the world. There's just so much dark shit out there there's so much on social media as well you know social media is one of those things where it can really consume you and you can go down the dark holes of the the interwebs 
but you could also get involved and you could also benefit from it, from great content like yourself. And you could also be creating more content than consuming. So I would love to kind of start with that, man. Like how has 20, how has this last year been for you, you know, in this world, what have you learned from it and how has social media affected you good and bad? Yeah, man. I appreciate the kind words. Yeah. 2020 was definitely a really powerful year for me personally. And obviously there's challenges, you know, everyone I think had their own obstacles, adversities, facing their shadows, facing darkness. For me, probably the most challenging part when I look back was just the lack of social interaction. You know, I really thrive on uh, being in the community, facilitating events, teaching, speaking, and just being out there and giving hugs and all of that. So looking back, I feel like for sure, no doubt, that was the most challenging part for me. It was also a really great opportunity to go inward and create things that I probably wouldn't have created otherwise. So at the beginning of the year, right before the pandemic, I launched my 12-week one-on-one coaching program that was really designed for the lifestyle that I desired to live, which was one where I'm able to travel, you know, be in California with my family, be in Miami, be in Costa Rica, you know, and still serve my executives, the entrepreneurs I work with at a high level. So that was kind of how the year started. I was really in a cocoon creating that even before quarantine started. Um, And then I spent a majority of 2020 in Miami Beach, which was great. Um, But like I said, definitely the lack of social interaction was challenging. And I feel like as my presence grew on social media, I also at times felt the constant need to produce content, you know, and I'm somebody who genuinely loves creating content. Like there's people that are more designed for YouTube videos and really planning and prepping and doing, you know, outlines for videos. And I love doing that stuff too. However, I'm also very spontaneous, like I'll be in on, on a nature walk and I'll see a really profound tree and I'll be like, yo, man, like I need to create a piece of content about this. Like our human experience is exactly like this tree. You know, we have all of these deep roots underneath that you can't see, but that's really what our foundation is, our integrity, our belief system. And then you see this big tree blossom, right? Providing shade, providing unconditional love and support. Like, damn, we need to be more like trees and, and, and stuff like that you know, I'm always getting these divine downloads and uh, feeling the need to share them with the world. And for, for sure, for me, like when, when it comes to content, it's like obviously sharing what's authentic and really empowering people. Like I always say, when you're creating content, it's not about you. It's about the people that you're trying to serve, the community you are cultivating, right? Like what are their pain points? So I've noticed, you know, through my, through my journey, you know, I'm sure you can relate to this, Lance, you know, so many people are living based on their past and these stories they've been telling themselves, these narratives that simply aren't true a majority of the time. So I really wanted to bring this to life, like be vulnerable, share some of my challenges and and hopefully in that process empower others to do the same and also take ownership of their health and of their happiness. Yeah, it's important to really stop and pay attention to how so much the beauty that we have and I love that because I really had that download, you know, coming back from my experience with ayahuasca is just like you know, to really we're all just connected. We're all part of it and you know, we forget that and there's another part there that I really liked what you said is like the stories that we have. They're just stories. A lot of it's bullshit. You know, it's Back. like we, we're, 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 you know, we're created, we come on this earth, we're, 
And then we learn this stuff. We learn, we come across people that make us feel a certain way. Traumas happen, you know, and we get stuck. And then we start to go down different ways and start to, you know, we stop believing in ourselves. And then before you know it, every single thing you do is like through a clouded lens. And it's really important to be able to have that. And this is a download that I got was everything is a clean slate. Like everything is a fresh start. If you could somehow get that story out, and this is this is the challenge, right? Because we're we're made up of the stories, and so many of us live in the past that we take that into our present. And how have you been able to deal with that? Because I would like to think, I mean, most 99% of people, and I mean Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this. So many people base all their decisions on the past rather than, you know, clean slate and really where they could be or where they want to be. How has that been for you? Yeah, man, for sure. I think it's really about self-awareness and understanding what dialogues you're having in your head. And it requires a lot of sitting and, and stillness. You know, I think a lot of times we distract ourselves and that can be with drugs, with alcohol, that can be with people going out. It can be by watching TV, by binging on Netflix, by, you know, listening to countless podcasts. While th that's productive, if you're doing it just to provide noise, to drown out your thoughts, maybe it's not. So I think 2020 was also great because we were all forced to sit on our own a little bit more. And that brought up a lot of darkness for people. And for me personally, it's really just asking myself questions. When I find myself acting in a way that doesn't align with my aspirations or with my highest self, I take a step back and ask myself like, okay, you're having this thought or you're thinking of saying these potentially harmful words or doing something that you know isn't aligned with Jeremy Abramson. Why? Like what, what is coming up for you? Is this something, a resentment, a grudge that I'm holding on to? Is it something that I'm lacking inside that I'm looking and seeking for externally? And for me, that's what it comes down to. I always say, you know, your quality of life is determined by the quality of questions you ask yourself. And I'm always looking to build more self-awareness to see how am I showing up? Hey, how did I show up with Lance on that podcast? Was I trying to multitask? Were my thoughts somewhere else or was I fully present and engaged? And I think that constant assessment holds ourselves accountable. And if you really ask yourself, Lance, like, you know, a big thing, actually, going back to the content thing, is I see this all the time, is, you know, health coaches or spiritual teachers or guides or healers, they are so powerful in their gifts and their skills, yet they have this hesitation about creating content and getting their voice out there. And I always tell them, like, okay, well, you say you want to make a big impact in the world, right? And this is 2021. So how are people communicating? How are people consuming information? You know, 90% of it's on their mobile device, on one of these few apps that we open up, right? Why wouldn't you use these free apps to share your story, to share your gifts, to try to reach more people? Now, oftentimes, Lance, it's stemming from a deep insecurity about maybe the way they look, like, hey, I don't like the way I look, or maybe it's the way their voice sounds, or some other insecurity, right? Oftentimes, it's the, uh, I need to be perfect, the perfectionism excuse, which is basically the reason a lot of people never really create what they desire is because they think that it's never good enough. 
And that stems from a belief that they're not good enough. And that belief stems from their childhood usually, like whether it's their parent, a teacher, a kid in school, a, a ex-partner they had that made them feel small. But usually the story that ruminates in people's minds is like, I'm not good enough, you know? And it, it, I know I know you've done the, um, what's Aubrey Marcus's group called again? Fit for Service. Exactly. So you've done the fit for service and you've gotten really connected with that group, man, I'll give you a perfect example. Like I remember when I first met Aubrey Marcus at Paleo FX three years ago in Austin, Texas, I went to see him speak. I waited after because I just wanted to thank him, you know, for all the help he provided me. You know, I did my first certification at on it in 2016 that was like a game changer for me and then that's where i first learned about plant medicine and all of these alternative health solutions and i literally froze up when i went to talk to aubrey marcus like i i i remember it so vividly like i went to i i wanted to just like have a conversation with him he was fully open to it and i literally froze bro and really it's because I didn't think I belonged in a conversation with him. I didn't think I was good enough, right? And um, it's just interesting how these things manifest. So that's a perfect example where I wasn't myself. Like I, that typically never happens where I, you know, freeze up and I'm like struggling for words and, and like literally getting sweaty in my palms. I'm like, okay. Like, what's the deeper story here? Um, so, yeah, I know I went on a, a tangent with that answer, but hopefully that provided some value. I love it, bro. I love it. This is such an this is such an interesting topic because this is the world we're living in, right? Content, we can get lost in it. I guess it's really about having that healthy balance and figuring out that sweet spot. At the same time, Everybody has their own shit that they're dealing with. And you're absolutely right. And it's like, we, a lot of people don't want to produce content because they're, a, they don't believe that what they say has authority or they have some limited belief. And I, I deal with it too with content and I'll, I'll, I'll be straight up. Sometimes I'm like, man, I just, I'm not feeling it. And, but you're right. If you reframe it, like, what are you not giving like you're robbing somebody of something and it's it's challenging itself because we have to get the message out there we have to be able to it's a commitment as you grow you want to share you, like but at the same time you have to you have to believe that what you say is true. You have to believe in yourself. It all comes down to belief. And this is another thing, bro, like that I've been working through also is like, you know, what does believing in yourself really mean? You know, like get getting to the stories that where did that stop? You know, when you're a kid and you're like confident, you know, and then one day you just stop believing. That's what's interesting to me is like, why? Why did I decide to just stop. Why did I decide that that kid in ninth grade has more authority on my life or whatever than I did? And then you start to go down the road. Well, that person, <clears throat> that person didn't like me there. So this person won't. And I didn't make it in that sport or that job. So then everything else is going to be a failure as well. Again, it comes down to like, what are the stories we're telling ourselves, right? And I, I, I think what was really interesting as well is about that. This is a this is a different angle about when you meet somebody and you're nervous. I wonder, is that you or is that like a weird? Is that a thing that like maybe you're not meant to like connect with that person? You know how we really want to connect to people. That's interesting to me. And it's like that in relationships too. Sometimes you get these like weird butterflies with somebody and it's like awkward. And we think, oh, well, that's because I'm super nervous of that person. But that might be something that's like 
well, maybe you're not really supposed to be the energies don't align. You know, do you ever think about that? Yeah, dude. I think that's interesting. I, I, I really believe that a big part of relationships and just life in general that doesn't oftentimes get talked about is timing. You know, timing is timing is huge. And, you know, I, I think about this a lot. Um, and in regards to meeting somebody or something like that, I think it's just, it's just being feeling worthy. Like sometimes, sometimes, you know, whether it's in a relationship and maybe like you, this is, this is what's happened to me in the past is I have like this savior complex, right? So in the past, like I was going through uh, ex-girlfriends and like relationships I've been in and I was seeing what common threads are there and with the girl and in all cases, they were attractive. Um, They definitely had kind of a lack of confidence and I saw an opportunity to like, Hey, I'm going to save them. I'm going to show them how special they are. And, uh, and, and that mindset, it was, it was almost like they didn't feel worthy to be with me because their, their confidence was so low. Their self-esteem was so low. And I was like, no, you're so special. You're incredible. Like, I want you to see what I see. And, and oftentimes they didn't. And it's like, you can only force the issue so much, right? Like there's, there's an imbalance in the energy exchange. And um, so it's really recognizing that. And, you know, I think that's why it's hard when you're on a path, like that you and I are on, you know, of self growth, self improvement, expansion, spirituality, when there's someone that isn't on the same path. And like, there's not that aligned vision, it's very hard to make something like that work. And, and, you know, maybe who knows, maybe in three years, that person will be on the path, right. And, and if you would have met at a different time. Um, but, but timing, I think in, in relationships in business is, is such an underestimated part. And, you know, I, I, I feel like, again, going back to, to me specifically, you know, there's things that I have now that opportunities that are coming up, people that I'm working with, people I'm connected to, that maybe if I met them three years ago, like I wasn't in the best headspace. And maybe I wouldn't have nurtured and nourished that relationship the way it needed to be. And I'm grateful that I have the people that I do in my life at this moment because I really believe, uh, I believe that's the way it was drawn up, right? That's the way it was designed to be. Dude, I completely agree. It's like sometimes even with our goals, we want all this shit to happen like right now, but you get what you can handle. Like you get what, when you're ready to handle something, you'll, you'll be able to. Like if you can't, you're not going to get it. If you haven't earned it, if you haven't got to that level, we have, it's all expectations. We have these expectations that really, it's just, again, it's like a made up story of where we should be in comparison to others. But, you know, timing, you're right, is everything. It's like the people I'm noticing now, the people I'm meeting, and, you know, I've been sober for a while. My brain is dialed in. I feel good. I'm like meeting all these people that I'm like, if I would have met these people, you know, a year ago in my like kind of a slumpy phase, there's no way I could have handled it. And it's like you get when you're ready, when you put in the work and you're at that point. And I, I think, yeah, like divine timing is everything. I really believe it, man. I really believe that, you know, when you're on the path, you'll, you'll meet the people you need to meet. And this is where you need to pay attention to intuitively and pay attention to these things. You know, how yeah. does this person make me feel? Do I want to connect with them because I want to be approved by them? Or, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of relationships we, we meet. We, we meet people and it's like, I want their approval. Well, why? What is the reason? Why, why is that? And, yeah. and, you know, and then paying attention to like who lights you up, you know, who, who, who fuels you and who doesn't, who drains you. That's a huge thing too. 
with, with these relationships. And it's like, you're meeting people all the time and you're like, oh man, that person made me feel amazing. Wow. Well, that person made me feel like shit. Yeah, right? for sure. hundred percent. It's a, it's a good opportunity, you know, as we recently start a new year to take inventory of your relationships and do an audit of like what people like, like Lance mentioned, fill you up, what people inspire you, what people push you, what people hold you accountable, what people will call you out on your shit. They won't allow you to settle for mediocrity. You know, having those people in your life, super important. And then also who are the people that are draining your energy? We call these energy vampires. John Gordon has an amazing book that I gift to all of my clients called Energy Bus. Super simple read, but again, talks about energy vampires. And, and you know, I, I know you've had uh, a, quite a few athletes on this show and, you know, you hear about that occasional athlete who's super talented, but they are cancerous in the locker yes. room, right? And, and those people oftentimes, yes, they're super talented and gifted, but they are bouncing around from team to team because they, it's hard to have that as part of your culture mm. when there's one person kind of bringing all this negative energy and attention. So, you know, I know you had uh, Festus Azili on, right? And, and uh, great episode, by the way. Um, if you haven't listened to it yet, definitely make sure to check that episode, uh, episode out, guys. But you know, those Warriors teams that he was a part of, not only were they so talented, but the energy and the camaraderie that they had was absolutely incredible. And it's, it's no different than your team at work, your family, you know, it's, it's showing up in a powerful way and, and honestly embodying those qualities that you want to attract, mm -hmm. um, which is oftentimes misunderstood. It's, it's, you know, I want this person to be health conscious. I want them to be fit. I want them to be attractive. I want them to be ambitious and successful and have a good family. And it's like, okay, well, let me see how I'm showing up. And, and if I'm not embodying any of those qualities, how do I expect to attract any of those qualities? Dude, it's so true. You nailed it. Like, embodying what you what you seek is so important <laughs> like we we want all this stuff but are you doing it like you want this in a partner but are you are you what you're seeking like you can't it all starts with us it always comes back to us facts bro like, period and facts like that's it man i'm curious for all the listeners out there man you're, you, you have these leadership qualities. You're a great speaker, great shape, great guy. And what was it, what was it like for you growing up? Have you always been kind of like a leader like this? Like, or was it, did something along the way kind of, you know, take you down a different direction? Walk us through maybe what it was like for you growing up and a little bit about your path before getting into all this, um, you know, podcasting, coaching, entrepreneurship. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you asking. And um, yeah, this, this is a great segue. So I feel like for most of my youth, I always had leadership qualities. Like I feel like people, you know, when I look back, elementary school, middle school, uh, a little bit of high school and college, like I had the glimpses of leadership and like raw, raw and inspiring people and bringing out the best in people. But I also had insecurities. Um, you know, like I remember in high school or college, you know, I was just uh, high school, especially I was super skinny, um, had bad acne in some of high school and college. And, you know, I lacked confidence there at times. Um, and, and really talking about stories, you know, it, it's interesting how these little stories can manifest because when I was in elementary school, you know, I would sometimes get in trouble for talking in class. And I remember uh, anytime this happened, 
the teachers would call my dad. My dad would have me write, you know, hundreds of sentences. I will not talk in class. I will obey the teacher, et cetera, et cetera. And I think this message got ingrained in my subconscious mind that my voice doesn't matter. Like I need to stay silent. Uh, and through high school and through college, man, there's so many times when I wanted to speak up, wanted to stand up for something that I believed in, wanted to speak out against something I thought was unjust or wrong. And I did it because I didn't think my voice really mattered. Like I lacked that confidence and that worthiness. So the biggest shift for me was July 2018 when I had my first ayahuasca experience in Peru. And uh, man, like grandmother Aya just so powerful in her message, you know, dude, like just to go just to, like in the details, I remember part of my experience was literally Nicki Minaj was in my experience. And she's like, damn, like Jeremy, you're so fucking powerful. More people need to hear your, your voice. Like, let's do an Instagram live and I'll have you on. Like millions of people are going to see. And I was like, really? Like, no way. So in, in, this, <laughs> in this experience, bro, like I'm with Nicki Minaj. And, and at the same time, like in the ayahuasca experience, you know, there's people purging and, you know, people yelling and there's people going through it. And typically when, when it comes to medicine, like you're supposed to kind of be to yourself. You're not supposed to really like speak out um, in at least like in the middle of the ceremony. Right. Right. But literally, like the medicine was telling me, like, speak, speak. And Nicki Minaj was telling me to speak, speak. So I'm like, Fuck, I guess I have to talk. So, dude, I literally just start channeling for 15 or 20 minutes. Like, I really wish there's a recording of this because it would be a very viral piece of content. And I was basically telling people that I was with in the experience, like, I'm here with you. You know, you're not alone. You know, like, Let's keep letting go of what doesn't serve us, all of these things. And after the ceremony, when we were all meeting and like having a light meal after, they were telling me like four or five of the people were like, man, like you really helped me get through a dark time. You know, thank you so much for those words you said, like they really resonated with me. And, and then pretty much, dude, like after that, uh, that was July 2018, like I came back to Miami I was like, dude, I'm going to teach as many classes as possible. You know, I'm going to find different events to teach at, speak at. I'm going to start a podcast. Like, and that was really, I think, something, the big event that, that triggered me and um, it created a lot of momentum. Mm, man. <sighs> Mother Aya. Mother Aya. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dude, that's powerful. And I know exactly, I don't know exactly the exact feeling that you had, but I know the feeling what you mean. And that's so beautiful because what you can see within yourself that you couldn't see before is so powerful. And I had the same kind of experience on my third night Dude, like I had hell the second night and fourth night, but my third night, I, I saw my potential. Like I felt it. Like I connected to life force energy, the universal intelligence. Like I fucking felt it. I saw where I was going to go and I was like, whoa, like I have been there. I know it. And for all you guys listening, I know you heard the solo episode, but like, it's so it's, it's hard to quantify in words, the feeling you get when you have an inner knowing and you've connected to your life force energy and you've connected to the universal intelligence and to feel that. And I, I, I could, I know what you're, what you mean by like, when you're in that space, you just know, and you just, you're, you, you it's like, it's almost like you're just getting permission of what you already knew. You already know this stuff. Like we already know. It's like we're remembering. It's a journey yeah. to remembering who we really are. Like we know that deep within. And it's I think so we remove a lot of those blockages, like a yeah. lot of experience that happened over the years that somehow led us to forgetting. Yeah. 
how capable how how capable we are, how powerful we are. Man, and again, it's like it's hard to really quantify it. But when you feel that, and you feel that you see yourself the way others see you, like that's the realization I had too. It was like I literally looked in my the mirror at, that night, and the download was like, "You, this is how." people see you. And I was like, Whoa, this dude's awesome. And that may sound silly to people, but in your own head, we don't see ourselves sometimes the way others see us. And that's the key is like, like you were saying earlier, sometimes we have to, you want to shake somebody and be like, do you fucking know how awesome you are? You just don't see it. And it's like, you can't, you can only say so much to somebody. And then when you get that within yourself and you can actually see who you could be, who you are it's it, it, it's it's life-changing and it's just like yeah. man and like i'm just fresh off a week ago not even you know so like it's still fresh in my mind and wait wait that that IO journey was last I'm, week? I'm still in costa rica bro i had i just did it last week was it with rhythmia no it was with uh soltara soltara i've heard good things yeah yeah so there's um a small group of us that Aubrey facilitated separately. Um, and dude, Saltara is the container that they created is absolutely incredible. I haven't done Rhythmia, but you know, there was only 20 people sitting and the entire process, the, the, the maestros, everything, man was just, the container was so beautiful and so solid that mm -hmm. I always felt so safe. And so, um, so yeah, man, I just was able to trust and let go. Was it easy? It was the most, it was one of the hardest experiences of my life, brother. Was that your first time? That was my first time. And I've been getting called to it for a while. So oh, yeah. Dude, but that's dude, yeah. So how do you brother? I'm proud of you for, you know, trusting yourself and, and doing the work, it's not, it's not easy, but you got to answer that call when you get it. Dude, that's why I love to hear what you went through with that because sometimes that's what you need. Not everybody needs that, but that's what you needed. And so let's, let's fast forward. So you, you had that big shift. You're like, I got to go. I got to do this. You know, Explain how things changed for you though. Like really like what, how did you feel? Like what did you, how did you keep that going? Like what did the integration process go? Like what did the life look like after that? Because it's one thing to experience something like that, but if you don't integrate it, it's just an experience. It's just recreation. How did you take that into your life? And how did you keep reinforcing that you know that it's true? without doubting the experience after. Yeah, that's, that's such an important point. I think oftentimes people, whether it's with psilocybin, whether it's with really any of these medicines, right? Ayahuasca, they tend to like think, oh, this is gonna heal me magically. This is gonna solve all my problems. And it really comes down to what Lance said is the integration. Um, so after 2018, you know, the group that I, the place I went in Peru, great experience. Um, but it wasn't like they didn't have kind of a system with integration and, and things like that. So when I came back, a lot of it was just me doing the work, me journaling a lot and seeing right away, how am I going to take action on these things? You know, how am I going to really integrate these downloads that I had into my life? And for that, like I said, it, it came down to me just taking action. One of the first, another big download for me that first time, I, it was two ceremonies in Peru in July, 2018. Another big download for me, one of the nights was like, man, dude, your family, bro, like your parents, your brother, you know, my brother has had his battles with mental health, you know, the last 20 years, my older brother, he's my only brother. And you know, I think for the longest time, uh, I would approach things not from a very compassionate point of view. It was like, 
hey, bro, you know, do this. I think it's going to help you. You know, oh, I don't know if I want to do that. Oh, like you. And it was almost coming from a place of dogma. Like, I know more than you. If you don't listen to me, it's disrespectful. And I would get defensive and shit like that, dude. And and same thing with my parents, too. And I think a lot of people maybe who are listening now, there's some sort of tension or trauma with their family, maybe their parents. And I think as children, oftentimes, we, especially when you're doing this work and like you see the self-improvement and right away you want to help your family, right? But it's like, what place are you coming from? Mm. So, so now I always make sure it's from a place of love. Like, I love you so much. And here's something that I think could help you. And if you don't want to implement it, it's all good. I still love you just the same, but I really do care about your health and happiness. And I think this might be worth a try, Mm -hmm. you know, rather than saying, Hey, do this and it's going to work. And if it doesn't, it's your fault, which, you know, I see, uh, I see a lot of people approaching things like that with family. And, and I think that's how I tried to handle things oftentimes as well before. Um, And then lastly, my most recent experience, like in October when I was in Mexico, it was, yeah, dude, it was phenomenal with one heart journeys. I mean, four weeks of preparation before with our dieta, with writing exercises, with setting intention, with, you know, meeting the rest of the group. There's 40 of us, a lot of, you know, high level executives, entrepreneurs. And then afterwards, we had an amazing four-week integration that my small group is actually still doing now. Like two months later, we still meet every other week and we talk about, you know, how we're integrating the challenges we're facing. Um, and I think that's the most important part, bro, is, is getting clear with, okay, like what we did in the program is we set a 10-year vision. One of our, one of our integrating parts was, okay, let's gain clarity on what you want your life to look like. Right. Mm -hmm. And a reason, and Tony Robbins says this all the time, Lance, like Mm -hmm. the thing that really saves us from feeling depressed and ruminating in the past is by having a compelling future. Mm -hmm. If you have something that excites you, if you have something that's bigger than you, that's going to keep you inspired and motivated to keep showing up in a powerful way, despite not always feeling like it. Yeah. Progress. Feeling progress in your life is so important. Yeah. You know, like creating fulfillment. And what, where, what do you think creates that? Like what, what creates fulfillment and progress where you're happy with it? You know, like where, where does that, where does that come from in your opinion? Like, what is that? Yeah. Great question, man. You know, I think, and this is something that I really address with my one-on-one clients. So my coaching, my program and and my podcast as well, it's called Thrive, right? Thrive University and Thrive is actually- I love that name, bro. I love that name. Yeah, dude. It, it, It honestly- and that was one of the things, honestly, that that integrated too, right after my most recent ceremony, like getting clear with my 10 year vision, you know, what is it? What what is that impact I want to leave? So thrive is an acronym that stands for thoughts, habits, relationships, intention, vitality, and enthusiasm. And I'm going to quiz you on that later, Lance. Mm-hmm. Um, eh, so So these are kind of the six pillars that we focus on. But what I see happen a lot of times is we climb this first mountain, you know, especially as men, we're told, you know, what, what is success? What is masculinity? It's, you know, maybe having certain material things. Maybe it's having the woman, maybe it's having this level of financial success. And that's kind of what we've been preached about growing up. So we, we chase these things. We climb this first mountain, you know, Maybe we're making a few hundred K a year. Maybe we have the Tesla, the nice house, but we look around. It's like, fuck, man, you know, am I actually enjoying life? Am I having powerful connections and relationships? Am I healthy? Mm. 
Am I, am I energized? Am I inspired? Am I feeling connected to source? Am I feeling connected to the work that I'm doing? And oftentimes the answer is no. And, and that, that leads to people looking for more like, oh my gosh, I've been lied to. You know, these things that I was told are going to bring me happiness don't. So then oftentimes it's like, okay, let's go inward. You know, let's, let's practice some self-love. Like let's fill up our cup. Let's move our bodies. Let's be more mindful of what we're putting into our bodies. Let's be mindful of the words we speak to ourselves. And oftentimes we've never been taught to prioritize our our own self and our, and our health. And I think oftentimes when you start reverse engineering that and you start to integrate some of these practices into your life, you know, morning movement, getting some sunshine, you know, getting nature, taking a hot bath, you know, serving, you know, using that throat chakra to speak your truth. And, um, you know, I'm working right now with an executive from Google and this guy was at Microsoft for 12 years. He's at Google now. I mean, has everything you could ask for on the resume. And we recently, you know, I, I, we, in our conversations, as we get closer, you know, I'm like, man, like, are you, are you feeling fulfilled? Like by your work? Um, or what do you feel like, you know, what do you feel like is missing? And one of the things that for sure was missing was, was, kind of this idea, this worthiness component, like he's worthy, he's whole and complete without all of the accolades from Microsoft and Google, like without all the titles, you know, without all that shit, you know, he, he still is a powerful guy. So how, how else can, can he use that voice? Mm -hmm. So since, you know, he realized like, Oh my gosh, I actually, he did bit, he's doing big brother, big, uh, big brother, big, uh, is it called big brother, big sister or yeah. Yeah. I'm not big, sure. Big brother. It, it, uh, where you have kind of a young, like a, a mentee. Oh yeah. 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 Big brother. Yeah. 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 It's big brother, big sister. Yeah. 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 So, so he's doing that and like loving it, you know, feeling oh, so much. Awesome. Yeah. And really prioritizing. We do a lot of stuff getting, you know, systematizing different areas of your life to really design your day and, and human design, right? Like getting clear with what you want and then taking the necessary actions towards that. Um, so I think going back to your original question about fulfillment, I think it requires you to be honest. It requires you to be honest, like, hey, where am I now? Yeah. You know, all of these different areas, very simple, you know, for people listening, one of my coaches, we had a, a system called the five F's, right? And the five F's are family, which also includes friends, um, fitness, which is everything health, faith, which is everything spirituality, finances, which is everything with your career, money, and, and then fun, right? Yeah. Like, and you rate yourself from a one to five in all of these areas, and see where you're at, like see where maybe you're a one or a two and kind of address that area. Um, and when you address that area, all of the other areas are going to be positively impacted too. Um, so, so that's something that I think maybe more applicable that people can apply uh, is, is literally like have this five F's. And are you making progress, even a little tiny progress each day, you know, financial progress might look like, hey, I paid, um, I paid my credit card off today, or hey, um, I, I uh, removed like one of these monthly recurring uh, subscriptions that I don't really use, you know, something that improved your financial health in some way. So Small pieces of progress, like you said, are what really cultivate confidence and create momentum. And um, that's kind of what we focus on is just like stacking these small wins, celebrating those wins, and then, and then building a lot of confidence, which leads to fulfillment, which leads to more energy and inspiration. Yeah, because the little things make up the big things, right? If we're, if we're, so, we're so concerned about the big thing that we're missing the point. It's the little wins along the way 
that actually it's the adversity, it's the struggle. It's those things that you overcome that you're going to look back and talk about. It's not getting to the thing that you think is going to bring you fulfillment. It's what you do to get there, right? And that's the thing. It's like every single time you go through something, it's like, this is it. This is, this is what we're doing. And it's the little wins. Like if you can win that, you can win the day every day and celebrate that. That is what makes up the big thing. And you're absolutely right about honesty. Most people won't be honest with themselves. They won't be honest with themselves, which means they won't be honest with other people. And shit just unravels. And we really need to be clear with ourselves, like in a compassionate way, not a beating ourselves up way, but like a real, where am I right now? Do I, you know, like, am I where I want to be successful? Like, have I put the work in? Like, really? Or have I imagined doing the work and, and want to be somewhere for the work I didn't do? Like, just really being radically honest is like something that I think everybody can adopt, most people, right? Because if you can be fully honest with yourself, accept your story, accept where you're at, start with a clean slate, you could really start to figure out, okay, well, what do I need to do now, right? And you know, am I doing what I want to do? Or am I doing it because I'm seeking validation from somebody else? Like, what the fuck do I want to do with my life right now? You know, like sure, really sure. asking yourself the questions. And I yeah. love that you brought that up, man, because that's the number one thing. It's so important. Yeah, bro. And, and also what you said is important too, uh, in regards to, uh, you mentioned like judgment, right? And oftentimes what I found, it's not necessarily the thoughts that, uh, that are debilitating, right? It's not necessarily the thoughts that are so debilitating, the toxic thoughts for the repeating rumination. It's the judgment we have about that. Yes. Yes. And, and um, you know, it's like, how does this thought when it comes up, make you feel? Right. And, and, and that feeling and emotion, as you know, following some of Joe Dispenza's work, you know, that feeling and emotion is always going to trigger a certain action or behavior. So it really does come down to um, self-awareness, right? Like, what is this thought that keeps coming up? Is this thought true? You know, Byron Katie has like this little formula um, that when you have a, a limiting belief or thought come up, ask yourself, like, is this true? And then the next question you ask, is this 100% true? Like, do I know this to be 100% true? Most of the time, no, you don't. Um, and, then, and then you ask yourself like, well, who would I be without this thought? Like, who would I be without this thought that my voice didn't matter? Or who would I be if I didn't have this thought that I, I need validation from this person to be worthy? And when you start to release some of these energies and beliefs that have been holding you back, you're able to really live more authentically and more free. Mm -hmm. And, you know, going back, like, that's what people will say to me, like, yo, bro, you just seem to not give a fuck in your videos and stuff like that. And for me, it's like, I care deeply about, um, you know, my colleagues, like my clients, my, my friends, my family, like I care about, their feedback, like their feedback matters to me. But I also am so firm with my vision and beliefs and, and, and the message I want to put out to the world. So I understand it's going to trigger someone. And, um, and you know, it, it, it's actually funny, dude. One of these, one of my clients from earlier this year, I remember talking to him and he's all like, He's like, dude, I got to be honest with you. Like when I first saw your videos on LinkedIn, I fucking hated you. And I was like, interesting, bro. Like, tell me a little bit more why. And he's like, yeah, man, like your energy was just like really intense. <laughs> like you're very in your face, very passionate. And I was like, yeah, man, like that's kind of just, you know, how I speak. And, and when I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, and he's like, you know what though? He's like, I've re I realized, you know, I realized that I was getting triggered because I actually was envious of that energy and passion and, and, 
you know, thank you for being a mirror. And um, I really appreciated hearing that. And um, it was also, it was also just a reminder, like, we're all just mirrors for each other. And uh, yeah, um, I keep I keep going off on tangents, bro. bro. I love it, bro. That was solid, dude. And yeah. I remember when I started following you on Instagram, I was like, man, this dude, I was, I had also had like a jealousy feeling. Mm. I was like, this dude's like doing content that I want to do. <laughs> like, and, and straight up, like, that's, that's great because, but that's the self-awareness that you, when you learn that when someone triggers you, you got to get curious. I was like, what is that? And yeah. like, I wasn't triggered, but I was like, wow, okay, I got to step it up, you know, without beating myself up. But it's like, you see what you're doing and you're like, okay, lots of engagement. He's got really good, useful content, fun. It's like, dude, this guy's, this guy's on point. You know, yeah, you bro. can either go into like the victim of, oh, well, I suck. Uh, my content, you know, and, and just go down that. Or you're like, okay, this dude's dope. What can I learn from this guy? You know, yeah. like, like he's coming from a place of love, empowerment. And like, that's the switch, right? When we see these things, like everybody's a teacher, everybody, like everyone's a, everyone's a mirror for us. Yeah, and right. the triggers are so interesting because it's like, well, maybe you're not doing your best if you're triggered by somebody else's stuff. Maybe you're like, maybe, maybe you need to do more. Maybe you need to do less. I don't know but this is where we get honest. This is where we get curious. Right. I love. Yeah. I appreciate your honesty, bro. Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's actually, you know, anyone who, who gets caught in this like comparison game and scrolling and, you know, Oh, this person is better than me or they're living a better life than me or, you know, whatever it is, whatever those stories are, you know, that's something I've really adopted is like, you know, the people I consume so little content, bro. And the people that I do consume content, it's like, it's only admiration. It's only inspiration. You know, it's like, Hey, I love this person's ability to tell stories or, Hey, I just, I love the way that, you know, for you, for instance, like, I love, I love kind of the, uh, the onboarding you have for a guest coming on your podcast. Like, okay, Lance is further along uh, with this than I am. Like, I'm exactly like you said, I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn. Like, I'm not going to be pissed. Like, oh, fuck, Lance. Lance is so much better than me. I'm a piece of shit. It's like, no. Like, Lance has a couple more systems in place that'll probably make my life easier. It'll make a better experience for the guest. So I'm super grateful that there's people like Lance to show me, okay, I can be a little better here. Um, so for sure, I think... I think if we can adopt that mindset, bro, it's going to remove like so much, so much anxiety, so much resentment and just make the world a better place. Yeah, dude. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate that. And that's the thing, man. Like the, the, the more we can go out of being victims in our lives to being empowered and learning that everything is a lesson, everybody that we come into, just learn, man, just learn with an open heart. Like just, that's the thing. And I mean, it's, it's easy to say, but this is a work in progress. You know, there's nowhere to get to. We're all going to be here for a while. Let's just enjoy the journey. Right. Because like once you peel one layer back, there's just going to be another layer. So let's just like, let's just learn, you know, like we couldn't have it all figured out. If we had everything perfect, all the perfect content, all the perfect systems, all the perfect podcasts. And then it's like, well, then we'd be unhappy because we did it too fast. It's like, Right. And I think that's the perspective that we, we, I would hope that, I mean, we all adopt in our lives because especially right now in the world, you know, it's not what's going on. It's not ideal, but we can still learn a lot. We can still figure out more about ourselves, what we can do with our time instead of worrying about, you know, this, that, the other, like, what can we really do to learn and, and move forward? So dude, where, Tell us where everybody can find you. They want to work with you. Obviously, Thrive University podcast, you guys. Make sure to go check it out. Where can we check you? Where can we learn more about your work, brother? Appreciate you, homie. Thanks a lot. 
And yeah, I think it's a, it's a really great opportunity, like you mentioned, to kind of just take a step back, see how we're showing up and be a little less judgmental on ourselves, be a little bit more compassionate and, and really just improve a little bit. Like you said, like celebrate that progress, celebrate that success. I think, you know, it's something I've been terrible at is like, Hey, I just created, for instance, I literally just launched a new course today and I was working so hard on it. And like, then I'm just onto the next, right? It's like, wait, let me actually step back and admire myself for just taking action on this, putting it together very quickly, but also at such a high quality. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. So I'm super excited about that. Actually, it literally went live today. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so, so for sure, man, people can follow me on all the social channels, especially Instagram and TikTok at coach Jeremy three zero five. And Dude, I'm, I'm really, really grateful for, for the community that we're building on TikTok, man. Like by the time this show comes out, we're probably going to be at 500K. And uh, it's, it's been amazing. Like I'm doing a live stream while we do this right now. And um, I had to actually block some people who are just infusing a lot of just negativity on the chat. But um, that's a great, great community. I'm, I'm, I'm really prioritizing my content for that platform. Um, and then like Lance mentioned, the Thrive University podcast, he's going to be a guest here um, in the very, very near future, um, which I'm super stoked about. And again, similar to you, man, just sharing the gift of health, sharing the gift of growth, and really doing, doing my best to empower people to step into their full potential. And, you know, if, if someone's listening right now and they really want to elevate their health and wellness. Like they're all in, they're hundred percent invested and they want to work with me one-on-one. Um, I do work with five to six people at once. So it's a very kind of exclusive group because everything's highly customized from their movement program to their nutrition, to mindset work. Um, so they can just actually DM me um, on Instagram. They can DM me the word thrive if that's something they're interested in. And yeah, bro, I appreciate you for having me. And I'm, I'm really grateful that we had a chance to connect like more in depth. Absolutely, brother. Appreciate you too, man. If you had to sum up everything in one lesson, what is one lesson that adversity has taught you? Adversity has taught me that it's the biggest advantage. Adversity is your advantage, whether that adversity be you have ADHD and you think it's a disability. Well, how can you channel that into it's until it's like an advantage for you, right? Um, your disability, you know, your, or, or your parents got divorced. Okay. Like that's an advantage because now you know how important it is to have that, that, that household and provide a child with, you know, that, that feminine and masculine love and energy. Right. So like, I'm going to be that much more committed to being a, a, a healthy, committed relationship, right? So all of these, if we take the time to have our adversities be our teaching experiences, our, our learning opportunities, then honestly, it's the biggest advantage. You know, again, not going off on a tangent, but, you know, when I, when I was 24 and I got fired from my dream job with the Oakland A's, super suddenly. And 48 hours later, I found out the girl I was dating at the time had been cheating on me the entire relationship. Like I was crushed and I didn't have any of the tools to really address that. You know, I was 24, recently out of college. So I moved to Miami after that. I drove cross country, put myself in a lot of uncomfortable situations, like going to a new place, away from family, all by myself, not really having a, 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 a plan of action. But I knew I wanted to get uncomfortable and grow. So anyone listening right now know that whatever you're experiencing, it's temporary. You're not alone. And you're going to look back on this experience as the best moment of your life. And if you can have that hindsight in the present moment and actually be grateful for that adversity right now as you're fighting through it, even better. Man, thank you so much. Thank you to all. If there was any haters, I love you just as much. <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> yeah, we, we throw an extra love to them. Oh yeah, man. They're the ones that need it the most. That's the thing, right? Like 
It's uh, yeah, brother. I appreciate you, man. All the links will be in the show notes to check you out. You guys make sure to check out thrive university podcast. Much love brother. Hit, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this. And if you guys can, please leave us a review and go check out Jeremy. He has got some amazing coaching offerings going on. He's got his podcast. The guy's just a dope dude all around. So go check him out. Check out the um, Thrive University podcast. Like I said before, his content is awesome. He does a solo episode Mondays and an interview Fridays. I may have to adopt something like that for this show as well. I want to do more solo episodes. So thank you for the inspiration, Jeremy. And yeah, guys. It's an exciting time to be alive, an exciting time to grow. I know things are challenging in the world, but we just need to see the adversity as a gift. We need to know that we are growing from this. We can learn from the downtime that we have. Let's really learn. Let's try and go within and reflect on ourselves and try to become the best that we can. It's not easy, but life wasn't meant to be easy. We're meant to grow and we are getting tested with where exactly we need to be tested. So stay strong, stay healthy. Much love, guys.